Pods, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Cousin Sal coming to you. Spaghetti and meatballs behind the glass. Babyface Joel Solomon producing this mess. And joining me, as always, my wizards of wagering, my gurus of gambling, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds, the degenerate trifecta, Harry, Brother Bry, Darren, the parlay kid. What is happening, fellas? What's going on, Sal? Hey, Sal. What's going on, buddy? Tuesday morning, trade deadline today in the NFL. Odell's father going to bat for me. Thank you, thank you, thank you, senior. Very, very nice. <laughs> what did he do? An 11-minute tirade. Trying to save his career, the son's career. It's in the balance. LeBron tweeted, for, I wish he would do the same for me. That'd be great. Trade me from extra points to the Cowboys. I can return punts. I'll figure something out. Uh, I don't know what's going to be with him. Um, Jen Piacenti, our fantasy guru, will join us. She'll give us some news on Odell. Her Astros attempt to square up 3-3 with the Braves tonight in the juice box. We'll go over World Series game props. We'll settle in for a little sharp tanking. Catch these guys on ExtraPoints.com every single day giving picks. But first, let's recap that lackluster game in Arrowhead. Monday Night Football, Chiefs 20, Giants 17. Oh, my God. You just keep waiting for the Chiefs to get right. Right, fellas? And it's like, I said last night, it's like, I'm watching Mahomes every other drive. He seems like what I would envision him 12 years from now backing up for the right. Panthers. Right? <laughs> Isn't that what you get out of Mahomes? Like, and then they start off great, right? Just the misdirect because they can't really run the ball. Um, they had a, a Frank Gore imposter out there who scored a touchdown, but he was actually decent. But, you know, the short passes over the middle, the the fake right, throw left, you know, I, I don't know. I'm not going to get too technical with it, but the bubble screens to be work seem to be working in place of the run, and then he throws downfield, and it's just like he one hops it. I feel like I'm watching Cam Newton out there, parlay kid. Yeah, you got kind of. I think you made a great uh, point right there. It's kind of like watching him. Like we fast forwarded like 12 years yeah. from now, and he's kind of past the uh, prime of his career. Um, I, I, look, it can't be Mahomes. It's got to be that the league is caught up to what they're running. Um, some of these skill guys like Kelsey just doesn't seem right. I don't mm. know what it is, but uh, his days of getting open. I, I think the Giants were obviously here's, I think, a big issue with the Chiefs. The Giants last night, a couple times, they were doubling Hill and Kelsey. But then you got a guy like Hardman, who they spent a high draft pick on, mm. who he, he doesn't really produce. If that guy's in single coverage, he's got to do more. And then mm. after Hardman, I think there's a significant drop off. And they're skill guys. And they actually ran the ball okay last night. They right. should have been better. I guess they're happy that they got they got the win. We didn't get I the just, win because we I, didn't get the cover. We didn't get the cover. Well, so, right. we, we all had you – know. uh, Harry had something different, but me and two brothers, Brother Bri, Parlay Kid, had the Chiefs minus 10 and a half. Oh, I knew almost immediately that was going to be a loser as soon as they kicked off. But uh, you're right. They don't look right. Um, Kelsey especially doesn't look right. And maybe they figured it out. But how did they figure it out? He still had a couple of decent games, didn't he? Like week two, he was still getting wide open over the middle, right? Did the did the league get together? Like, all right, we got this. It's Now it's mid-September. Now we're going to figure out how to check him uh, defensively. I don't know, Brother Brian. It looks good for your Raiders, though. Well, well, it does until the Rugs news came up. Yeah, before that's not which good. we don't we don't know more on that yet, but that doesn't sound good. And if something is if it's if it's as bad as it sounds, that's terrible. That would be a terrible terrible thing for the Raiders. But uh, yeah, I guess yeah, car uh, accident. We don't know the reports uh, uh, too too much of it. Just came out, so um, but yeah, but yeah, yeah bad news for but sure. yeah, that's uh, I mean that game in two weeks. I mean that's when you know if the Chiefs are officially done. 
If the if mm-hmm. the Chiefs lose to the Raiders in two weeks, because you know you get the Packers this week, which is going to be tough. If they lose to the Raiders in two weeks, they're probably done for the season. AFC West odds: Chargers plus one sixty, Chiefs plus one eighty five, Raiders plus two fifty, Broncos thirteen to one. That's on FanDuel.com slash against all odds. All your sports betting needs are taken care of there. Oh man, I'm sticking with your team. I know a little little turmoil this morning. Not great, but Raiders plus two fifty. I had them to make the playoffs. I don't love what I see out of the Chargers. I think they're going to be overvalued the rest of the way. And also, I think there's, man, if you're looking at Chiefs to make the playoffs, it's still a hefty minus 182. There might be some value in that plus 148 for them not to make it. Raiders twice, Packers, Cowboys, they still have the Chargers. Lots going on there, Harry. Tough uh, tough schedule, like you mentioned, Sally. Green Bay coming up. And just again, uh, defense played okay last night. Holding the Giants at 17, but the Giants, again, made bad mistakes. Jason Garrett really made uh, some bad calls on third downs uh, that kept, uh, kept the, made the Giants having to punt. Uh, Devontae Booker uh, did pretty good for the Giants. Got 125 yards rushing and receiving against Kansas City. It's going to be tough for the Chiefs here. Like you said, Sal, tough schedule. Green Bay coming up. They lose this one, and uh, everyone else jumps up a little bit in the AFC West. It makes it even tougher for them. And Reed, Andy Reid, even after last night's game, that he doesn't, he he acknowledges, he knows his team isn't right, just trying to fix it, but it might be too late. Well, of course, they should be scoring 40, they're scoring 20. Eddie Spaghetti, you're kind of glad the the spotlight is off the Giants and lackluster performance uh, and more towards the Chiefs and uh, what they have to do to get right if they can, right? I mean, absolutely. The the Giants are a bad team, and the Chiefs almost looked worse. Like it, <laughs> with with some of the best players. I mean, arguably the best trio in the NFL. Mm-hmm. But uh, and, and yeah, like you know, Harry and, was right. Like they, they could. Yeah, what's up, Harry? I was Go gonna ahead, say, Eddie. As I said, if 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 if, if, if Jones again. if Jones on that fourth and one pitches it, we got the first down. We got not only do we have the first down, we get about 20, 30 yards there, and that's different there. Whoa. Yeah, uh, I, I just, I don't know what a winning, I mean, winning this game, only thing it does is just say, like, oh, wow, you beat Mahomes, you slid a miserable season. But like, yeah, Harry, I mean, like Jones, I, I saw somebody say he's a, a B minus quarterback in an F system. I mean, you either need good weapons, good offensive line and a good offensive coordinator. Well, certainly doesn't have the coordinator, doesn't have the healthy offensive line. And he's missing half his weapons. And that team still put up a fight versus a team that a lot of people had in the Super Bowl. So if you're a Chiefs fan right now, this game to me was more about the Chiefs being awful. You cannot feel good if you're a Kansas City Chiefs fan. Yeah, we gave our picks um, yesterday morning on our podcast. We give a player prop first to score. We give the, um, you know, the spread total. You know, like I said, Brother Brian, Parley Kid and I had the Chiefs. Harry. Uh, you were a winner. You had t- Hill to score the first touchdown. Good job by you. Plus 550. <laughs> you had Jones over 21 and a half completions. That was lucky because it went to 22 and a half. A lot of people were talking about that. And if he, you know, uh, you just got that. He had exactly 22. And I will say, though, you had the Chiefs over again. And I, I swear to Christ, if you take another over in the Chiefs game, I'm deleting it from the podcast. It's reckless betting. It really is. It, it's like, it is. It's it not is. good for the country. I, it's like taking Trump off Twitter. I have to do it. Enough already. We get it. All right. Chiefs maybe, over. Maybe I will. But still, again, amazing. Another inside the 10-yard line interception from Mahomes. It starts the game that uh, that would have, you know, right off the bat would have been 7 nothing. Nice start to the total. Another inside the 10 pick. Another one. Yeah, but Harry, this is like sixty points you're off by with these last three Chiefs overs. Like, I don't yeah, but care it changes about the momentum play. of the game. You know this, right? Why don't you change the momentum and bet them under, so then maybe they could go. Although over. the Chiefs scored, the Chiefs scored what, like three minutes after that? 
that yeah any, anyway right they came down it was kind of the same <laughs> sequence i always uh, pointing that shit out cousin sal against all odds at gmail.com the scott cox keeps writing in harry he's now i think top two or three um harry haters what happened to harry's suspension as soon as the word over comes out of his mouth there should have been another week minimum or at least three days in the hole it didn't work in dc blame the five turnovers it didn't work in tennessee blame the titans for not scoring 45 which still was under it didn't work in minnesota blame his boy kirk cousins and poor clock management it didn't work tonight and i'm guessing this is the scoreboard taking revenge or the grass being too tall or mercury impartial instead of full retrograde who knows I don't have his excuse Rolodex handy. Pick another lane, man. Capital letters. And not a 16 teaser or 14 money line parlay. Just one game. One winner. Start there and work your way back to respectability, please. Otherwise, somebody should start rolling film because this is becoming a behind the behind the music tragedy of epic proportions. <laughs> wow. Good job by you, Scott Cox. That's a great That's pretty that's good, good advice. That's pretty good advice. What, that we should suspend you again? All right. <laughs> all of it. All of it. Go just ahead. one game. Go get just lunch. You know, um, what, what's, what's really, what these people don't understand is Harry being like 18 and 75 over the last <laughs> couple months, he isn't even in like uh, the top 100 of his worst accomplishments in life, right? Like, it's, <laughs> that's it's not true, even Harry. close. Let's, let's go like, through That's them. what they don't one even understand. One. It's like, uh, that's almost respectable for Harry in a way. Right. Exactly. All right. Good, Harry. That's all good. Right, that was a compliment, right. I think. Uh, all right. Let's go over rushing title odds. Unfortunately, it doesn't look like Derrick Henry is going to make it back this year. And he had a huge, huge lead over the rest. He was in the 900s, I think, rushing wise. Mm -hmm. uh, Jonathan Taylor, 649 now is the leader. Well, whatever. I mean, I guess Henry's still the leader. But anyway, out of those who could still run, Taylor, 649, Chubb, 584, Mixon, 572, Elliott, 571. Harris, 517, Henderson, 507. Odds-wise, you have Chubb, Taylor, and Zeke at 3-1 to one odds. Uh, all right, Harry, jump in there. Who do you like odds-wise to win the rushing title now that Henry's out? FanDuel.com slash against all odds. I'm going to take Chubb at 3-1. to one. I gave him out at the beginning of the season. Um, he's, he's 350 behind Henry. Uh, I know uh, Jonathan Taylor, who's been pretty good this season, too. Three, He's like 300, uh, like a... Uh, He's oh, at Jesus. plus 300. Uh, Forget Henry. We get it. He's, he's, yeah, he's going to catch but, uh, him. Yeah. But I think, you know, it's 98 yards a game for Chubb, 81 yards a game for Taylor. Um, and Taylor is also the second leading receiver on the Colts team. So I think Chubb gets it a little bit more. And uh, he's missed two games. Now he's healthy again. I worry about Chubb. I worry about the, the injuries. I worry about the locker room and in Cleveland. They could just be falling apart, much like the Raiders were two weeks ago. And now they're on top of the world. But so who knows? It changes and changes and changes. But Chubb at three to one. All right, Parlay Kid, you like Taylor. Yeah, I'm going to take Taylor here, Sal. Uh, I like to take Zeke, but he just shares the ball too much with Pollard. Um, Chubb, I think, will be the victim of that once Hunt comes back. Taylor, I, honestly, the Colts ha have a huge weapon here, and they probably underutilize Taylor. I get it. In this day and age with running backs, their careers are not long. But Taylor is the best offensive player on that in their on that team by far, and he just doesn't get the carries he warrants. Maybe mm. now, uh, after seeing Wentz uh, collapse the other day, they'll feed Taylor more. He does lead out of these uh, this group. He does have the most right now, most yardage right now. He averages 5.4 yards per carry. The Colts are getting their linemen all back right now. Their line is healthy. Um, so 
to me, and he right now he's averaging 81 yards per game. If he keeps that pace up anyway, even with the lack of carries, 81 yards per game could get him the rushing title as it is. Right. Now, I think that those numbers could increase with the line being healthy and the Colts saying, look, our best chance of winning is let's run the ball a little bit more, give Taylor a few more extra carries. I think Taylor plus 300 okay. is pretty solid. Bry has a monster long shot. We'll get to it in a second. I'll take the other three to one choice. Our guy Zeke. Uh, he, first of all, he has a game in hand. I think these other guys playing um, have, have not had their bye, and the Cowboys have. So that puts Elliott seventy eight behind Taylor rushing yards. Uh, extra game, couple games with twenty or more carries. I know it seems like he's sharing the work with load with Pollard, but as long as well as they uh, as good as they are passing wise, and you know, uh, it only gets better. Gallup comes back. They're going to have leads, and the best passing games means more opportunities for big runs, I think. So I think Zeke at 3-1 to one is a nice number there for uh, Cow Cowboy to lead the league in rushing. Oh, harkens back to the old days. Parlay kid. Emmett yes, Smith. Yes, it All does. Right. Brother Brian, do it up here. Wow, this is a monster. Well, I just love these odds. I mean, Najee Harris at 100-1 to one to win the rushing title. Now, hear me out here. So... Najee is currently 11th in the NFL in rushing with 479 yards, right? In seven games. So he's essentially like 170 yards back of Taylor, but a game back. So let's say he's really like between 90 and 100 yards behind the leader when you adjust, right? He's finally starting to get a lot of carries and the Steelers are winning games, right? So he has he's averaging 24 carries per game over his last three, where he's only averaging 14 carries per game over his first four. He's averaging mm -hmm. 98 yards rushing per game over his last three. He's the workhorse. I mean, I feel like Steelers maybe, I, I feel like this is the way they're going to play the rest of the year, right? So I, if, and I, then also you got to factor in all of the injuries, right, for these other top 10 guys, which yeah. definitely can happen. And and I, I don't know, Najee Harris, again, is a guy who just in his career doesn't really get hurt. Um, so I could definitely see him finishing in the top five. So if you're giving me 100 to one here, I think that's that's pretty it's great. pretty good. Yeah. Babyface Joel Solomon, that's quite an endorsement for the running back, lead running back for your team, right? Well, especially now that we, we don't have a kicker. I mean, we're going to be going. This is, uh, I like that pick. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Brian, the good, Brian, too, though, it doesn't really matter if that wins or not for you because Harry will probably take credit for it uh, <laughs> if it hits. That's true. Why is that? Why? <laughs> well, I, look, I, I, I'm just going to say that I can't believe Harry said I gave him some time here to make a correction uh -huh. in this podcast. Uh, he didn't. He needs more time. Uh, so, but I, so I got to call him out on it now. Brian called Tyreek Hill first touchdown, not Harry. And oh, Harry let Brian I thought Harry that was sat joking. here and took the credit for it. No, when I he, didn't. I, this I, is I the waiting. type of stuff I'm talking about. Brian had Brian has in the past as well as I had. Brian. I thought I, I, I thought that was joking. No, <laughs> no, I thought it was Brian. And then what happened? Did the graphic say <laughs> Harry? Or I think yeah, we look, had, sometimes I, that I, happens, right? We give out so many. Maybe something know, gets a little mumbled. Yeah, I did give him out, Darren. Oh, I didn't. Poor meatballs. Who did you have, Harry? Did you? Oh, you guys switched. You switched it up. Yeah, Harry. at uh, Booker. <laughs> All right. It doesn't matter. Only everyone only remembers that you had the over for the seventy fifth <laughs> fucking time in a row for the Chiefs. Yeah, so. but you know, even already on Twitter, people are like, oh, Harry got. Yeah, uh, Harry, he's yeah. got two. Right. Harry never responds. Listen, going, I got no, 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 no. already. Give this morning, I woke up the bad stuff again this morning. I <laughs> know why meatballs would do thank, that to him. Thanks, Parley Kid. Thank you. Listen, when you're, you're so desperate, you have to steal wins, Parley Kid. That's just how it is. And when you're, There's 11 wins in the last six months. What are you going to do? All right. Good job of you, brother Brian. Uh, I want to go over real quick. FanDuel.com slash against all odds. Yes. 
Lots of over-under surprise. I don't know why this jumps out at me. I, I love these so much, but let's go around the horn there. Harry, Saints over-under win total. What do you think? Without looking, what do you think it is? Bright, uh, bright, Paula kid. Does that? Uh, uh, I was going to say nine and a half. Uh, Yeah, nine and a half. I mean, it really should probably be. Yeah, nine and a half should be. I thought it should be. be I'd be. I thought it'd be nine and a half. Nine. Also, it is ten and a half. Really? That team's going eleven and six with Taysom Hill. Good call, right? Okay. Uh, Arizona. Wins on that team. Harry, Arizona. What do you think? Twelve and a half. All right, Paula kid. Twelve and a half. Right. Yeah, 12 and a half seems right. 13 and a half. I thought that was high too. Wow. Shit. I don't know if they're going 14 and three. Let's, I don't like that. Let's go on the under for that one. Houston Texans, Harry. Two and a half. Right. Yeah, definitely two and a half. It can't be more than two and a half. Two and a half. It's three and a half. I, I, I feel the same way. I feel all these are at least a game. game uh, wow. Now, there's VIG to be paid on some of them. Well, I, I guess you're figuring, you know, you got Jacksonville one more tie. I'd have they to- got them once more. They already lost, They already beat them. They're going to beat. I don't know. I, I guess it's a toss up, but Incredible. for God's mm-hmm. sakes. All right. Mm-hmm. Dolphins. Real quick. Harry. Uh, hmm. Six and a, six, seven. Seven. You watch the Dolphins play? All right, Bri, go ahead. Maybe I'm off on this. Five, five and a half? Yeah. I was, right. Yeah, I was going to say five and a half. Now, I thought but five that and might a half be is high even too. high. I thought that's high, too. Seven's ridiculous, Harry. I mean, come on. That's not a seven. They're a bottom five team, for sure. Five Close and losses. a half. All right, five we'll leave that. Uh, all right, uh, that's fun just basically for me. Let's take a quick break, and then we'll talk baseball. All right, game six tonight in Houston. Wow, the Astros, Garcia on the bump. It went up to minus 132. Max Fried on the take back is plus 112. The over-under is eight and a half. I think this is extended to seven games. I, re- I didn't realize I had so much money on the Astros. It's a, a pick I made like a, a week and a half ago, and then I checked my ledge. I'm like, oh, shit, I got to hedge out of this. Guess what? I'm not doing it. Freed this postseason, one and two. 21 innings pitched, 26 uh, hits allowed, 13 runs allowed, six earned runs, five innings in game two. Astros facing elimination since 2017, I think. Eight and three, 51 runs scored, 32 allowed. They had nine runs, 12 hits. They busted out in game five. All the right hitters are putting the ball in play right now. Correa, three hits in game five, hit two in games one and four combined. Altuve, I'll get to him later. I like the Astros minus 126. Uh, Paula kid, you're going against me. I know you like the Braves. You guys all like the Braves for the series. You, you think they wrap it up? Today? Yeah, I think they got it. So this is the game. Uh, they're going to have to do it. And I, I freed has not been good in his last two playoff starts, but I still like freed in this pitching matchup here, mm-hmm. uh, against the Astros. I think freed can give the Braves more distance than, uh, Garcia. Garcia hasn't given the Astros really any type of length all year. Uh, especially the last few games, even when he was pretty good in the last game, I think he only went like three plus innings. Uh, mm. I think Freed's capable of maybe getting to the sixth or seventh, saving that bullpen and really where the Braves then can mix and match late with their best relievers. I think their hitters, uh, look, the Braves have hit the ball okay. I don't think hitting is their issue right now. They just need right. to get a good start out of Freed. Um, 
I, I like them in this matchup. I just think Freed's the better starter here. I'll take the plus money on him. Right, up 4 nothing in game five to close it out. What were the Braves' odds? I know we don't have any. What were we guessing the Braves' odds to win the World Series? Oh, oh, shit. Um, minus, well. Oh, or what were the Astros, yeah. like 75 to what? I don't know. Well, I mean, not well, that they're there. I mean, they still what, have two what games were they left. for the game at that point, you think? They were... I, I didn't really check the live odds, but in that game, they were maybe what, like set six to one, seven to yeah, one? Yeah, I have the five or six or seven to one right. right in there. So if you throw in so two toss ups in there, I guess. And then it's, so uh, maybe. 14, 20, yeah. yeah, I guess it's not as bad as I yeah, thought. But, 30, but uh, yeah, 30. and they have some uh, work to do, but you like uh, Altuve to score. I like this as well. I bet this on Fox Bet Live. Yeah, I like Altuve to score a run minus 120. Now, as much as I hate this little bastard, you got to give this guy credit. He has, <laughs> he has six runs in his last four games. He's actually has two runs scored in five of his last eight games. So maybe you want to look at that too. Two plus runs is plus 550 here. Uh, he's, right. a, he's a much better hitter at home. I think there's going to be a bunch of runs in this game from both sides. Uh, you know, because as part of the kids have freed hasn't hasn't pitched well lately. So, yeah, give me uh, I, I don't know. I love this one at minus 120. I thought it was going to be like minus 150 here. OK, Harry, you're going free. You know, it's funny, Parley kid. You're like, yeah, it's, uh, Garcia has only gone three innings. Like, uh, well, he must be there ace then. Three <laughs> I, I know. That's, That's what it's like. Baseball. I know. Crazy. Uh, all nuts. right, Harry. Max Freed struggled, but you're uh, you're endorsing him tonight. Uh, over four and a half strikeouts at plus 130. Um, Charlie Morton's not there anymore. So Freed's got to be the big uh, starter for them. He's got to give them a game like Parlay Kid just said. 14 game winner last Wednesday versus Houston. Didn't pitch great, but still got six K's in five innings. Three of his last four uh, starts in the playoffs, uh, five or more K's in those. Last 11 starts, five K's or more, nine times. I think Freed gives the Braves exactly what Parlay Kid just said a nice start where he can go six innings and he gets over four and a half K's. All right. I had Yui. Guriel last week to win MVP at 15 to one. But if I had to change it right now, I'd go with the favorite Jose Altuve um, nine to one. Actually, wait, is he eight to one now? Oh, he's down to eight to one. All right. Well, I'd still take him five for his last 18, six runs in four games. He's not let this Eddie spaghetti thing bother him. Have you noticed that guys? He's shaking it off. Uh, I also like him over six and a half um, hits for the series. He has five, one today, oh. one tomorrow. I think that's pretty good. Or maybe two today gets oh. it done. Jose Altuve, eight to one. Spaghetti, do you notice that? I think he's kind of come to life since um this whole fiasco started with you and him battling. Because he's focusing on the one thing he's actually good at, which is hitting <laughs> baseballs and fielding baseballs and catching baseballs and throwing baseballs. It's not beating wow. a man who's twice his size. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's fair enough. I mean, Jeff Schwartz came to your defense yesterday. You don't care. You don't even care who uh, who's on your side, who's against you. You just uh, need to state what is, right? Because <laughs> I know the answer. It's obvious. So okay. but I, I appreciate Jeff uh, for once being on my side. <laughs> <laughs> Parley kid, you and Harry are on the same side with the MVP pick of five. Yeah, games I think I gave out Freeman last time at either 10 or 11 to Still one. Still pretty good. Yeah. Um, And I, I, I think, Sean, you could tell me because I'm not looking at it right now. Uh, Freeman, I think is plus, is he plus 700? So for MVP of the world series, Solaire leads at six to one. Yeah. Sarah Tiana's picked. She's going to yeah. get a cool $1,650 if that comes in. Austin Riley, 650. Freddie okay. Freeman, seven to one. Duval, 750. Altuve, nine to one. Yeah. And Darno, 10 to one. So uh, I'm going to sit here and I look, I already take credit for Freddie Freeman. So I'm not going to go with him again here because mm -hmm. I also think Riley 
Uh, like you just mentioned with Altuve and the hits, Riley's got eight hits in this series. Yeah. If he, if he, if uh, the Braves wrap it up tonight, and he goes two for four, and he ends up, you know, with over a four hundred batting average, ten hits in a World Series. That's a right. great job by him. I don't see how they couldn't give it to him, uh, barring uh, Soler hitting one out tonight and having a big game himself. Uh, mm-hmm. I think Riley's numbers, and I, and Riley's been hot. I think he's had a hit in every game uh, so far. Uh, he said uh, one or two with multiple hits. Like I said, eight hits in this in these five yep. games so far. Uh, one more big game, and Riley at that at those odds, I like that a lot. I think I think he would get it for the Braves. You can't give a guy guy hits over four hundred in this series. He's got to get it. Harry, you're doing the same thing, right? Yeah, I agree with uh, TPK here. Riley uh, five for his last nine. Uh, he's got three doubles in the series, and also maybe Freeman, who's got a hit in every game, uh, home run last game. I think he needs a real big game here. A real yeah. big game gets the game gets the win for the Braves. They win the World Series. He's the sentimental choice. He's been there since 2010. The heart and soul of Atlanta. So if he has a big game where he goes three for four with a double and a home run, uh, he could really pull it off too. Yeah. All right. I want Soler. Though. That'd be fun for Saratiano. Yeah. That. I mean, we wouldn't even know he was like leading off and stuff. <laughs> it, she, it was forty. To, uh, what was it? Thirty-three to one. Thirty-three to one. Yeah. Soler. Now he's favored. At six to one. Hey, it just occurred to me. Are we ever going to see a pitcher win this award again? I mean, these fucking guys go two and a half innings, two in the third <laughs> inning. Wow. Ian Anderson you, is the. You might is see the, a closer, Sal. You could see a closer, yeah, but maybe. not a starter. Ian Anderson, 20 to one, is, well, I don't know, 10th on this list. That's, and, you know, the first three games went under. <laughs> what the hell? Or, or right around the number. Doesn't really make a lot well, of sense. I right. get, you know, I guess if it goes game seven and he throws like six awesome innings again sure. tomorrow, yeah. I guess, you know, I guess he could. I mean, but six, do they even allow it? Like, they almost saw <laughs> no hitter Friday night and they t- it was up through five pitchers. Well, right? I know. That's great. Well, he was right. Darno, this would be, this would suck for the Mets, but he seems to get a clutch hit every time. Up. I know. Darno, between the Braves, you know, between the uh, the Braves, Tampa, I mean, he always, you know, he comes up big as a catcher, but I think, I know Parley Kid was saying uh, seven hits for Riley, I mean, eight hits for Riley, but Darno uh, has seven. So, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I'm definitely rooting for Solaire here, but um, Darno is batting 350 with two home runs. He has two hits in three of his last four games. And you obviously have to give him credit, right, for how well this Braves pitching staff has pitched against the Astro for three of the games. Right. I mean, right. And, and it always seems like the, you know, the catchers to me come up with big hits and clutch situations that they need to. So give me um, at 10 to one. I, I like Darno here. It's really not that bad. All right. Sharp tank. Let's do it real quick before we have Jen on uh, Harry, you're back, back in the saddle. Although I, I, I'm sick already because it looks like you're taking a total. So go ahead. Just get it out of the way. I'll take it's, my earbud out. It's not a game total, though. Well, it is, it's a team total. I'm going to take in the NBA. Mavs are taking on the heat. I'm going to take the Mavs under 104 and a half points at minus 115. The Mavericks have been awful shooting the ball this season. 28th in offense, just 40% from the field, uh, 31% from three-point range. The only two teams worse are Oklahoma City and Detroit. Uh, the Heat's first in points allowed in the NBA at 97, first in rebounds. Adebayo's third in, in rebounds. And Luka, not so great this season, just 22.5 points a game, shooting 42% from the field, 23% from three-point range. Give me the team total for the Mavericks under 104.5 against the Heat, who looked really good this year. All right, everyone, you know what to do. 
Mavs scored 139 in double overtime at the over. Uh, Quadruple. Parlay kid, what do you like? Well, like I'm on game, that man. game too, yeah. Sal. Um, I like the Heat minus two and a half points uh, over um, uh, the Mavericks here. Uh, you know, the Ma- Luka hasn't been great. They're somehow four and two, the Mavericks, uh, playing some ugly basketball during this be- uh, beginning stretch of the season. I don't like the way the team is constructed as as is. You never know if Porzingis is playing, if he's not playing. It's even if he does, he's he seems like he's not even a, too much of a factor for the Mavericks. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, the Heat, um, and and they're five and one, and, and most of their wins they're coming off a pretty bad loss recently, as well. But in most of their wins, they've won big. The Heat are too physical for the Mavericks. Mm-hmm. They just gonna they're gonna beat the Mavericks up. They're too gonna be too physical. They're gonna suffocate them on the defensive end. They're gonna hold the Mavericks to a very low shooting percentage today, and they'll cover this two and a half. Let's take the Heat. Let me get back on track. I was on a great sharp tank run last couple, not so good. All right, let's get back with it tonight with uh, this NBA pick. There you go, Bri. Is it Maction time Tuesday night? No. Start, Maction starts right. It's November. This is when it, they do it. It starts, man. And I will say, I Joel had a great idea. I think. What, no, Joel. Joel, what did you say for Harry? You should just bet only over under, only overs for the rest of November. Call it like <laughs> November or something like that. No, no, <laughs> November. It needs a little bit. Uh, yeah, oh, we'll figure oh, that out. November. November. Yeah. Yeah. November. Yeah, right. That's what it would be. I like it. All right, it. Harry. Yeah, give everybody a little money to go the other way. Get a nice Thanksgiving feast at the end of the month. It's fun. <laughs> November. But yeah, the Mac is back. Um, and God, I have to hit something. But I do like uh, Ohio <laughs> plus seven and a half versus Miami of Ohio. But, uh, you know, it, being the Mac, the Tuesday night, crazy things happen, right? Uh, mm-hmm. When you look at Ohio, you know, they're one and seven, but they've been in all four of these Mac games. They've had a chance to win their last three, which they lost all of them. So they they technically could be sitting here at three and one in the division and sure Miami Ohio is playing better, but they're not necessarily blowing out teams either. You know, they go on the road here to Ohio, um, Ohio, you know, Ohio's, you know, back-to-back home games here. I think weird things happen. So give me the seven and a half here for, for Ohio. All right. Let's celebrate Mac Tuesday together, brother, Brian. I'll take the seven and a half and I'll take Ohio. Cool. And we'll just pretend that Harry didn't pick a, a total for the basketball game in november as his best bet but ohio seven and a half that's sharp tank jen piacenti in a second but right now yes the nba is back and one of the things i love about betting on basketball so many things but one of them is that i'm always finding new player or game props that i like that's what fandle sportsbook has you can combine these props with other bets to form a same game Parlay, Lakers, Celtics later in the week. My God, you can go Tatum over. You can go LeBron under. You can go Celtics money line. Put them all together. Celtics team total points. Harry, you'll bet the over in that game, right? Why not? Absolutely, why not? Yeah, start naming (laughs) the players. Look for the SGP icon to know what markets are eligible for same game parlays. Fast payouts, easy to use, safe and secure. America's number one sports book. No feeling like nailing a same game parlay bet. So lock in your bet today on FanDuel Sportsbook. And if you're new to FanDuel Sportsbook, they are also offering new users a risk-free $1,000 bet. Just sign up with promo code against all odds. And if your first bet loses, you get up to $1,000 back in site credit. That's promo code against all odds. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text 
Next step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777, or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-GAMBLER, or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Indiana, Illinois, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Virginia, 1-800-270-7117 in Michigan, the Tennessee Red Lines, 1-800-889-9789, or visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net in West Virginia. All right, here she is. She's a must-start for us every week, the host of the Waiver Wired podcast, which you can see every Wednesday live streaming on Twitter, Sports Illustrated fantasy expert Jen Piacenti is here. What is happening, Jen? You know, it's been a good week for me. So yeah. uh, Sunday night specifically, uh, we had that dramatic Cowboys win, you know, Coop. There it is. Yep. And uh, then the Astros forced game six. So, I, you know, I actually... Spoiler alert, because I'm telling everybody to bet on the Astros. I have a bag packed right now. Whoa. And if the Astros win the game tonight, I have a midnight flight to catch game seven. So just nice. for tonight, if everyone could root for the Astros, that'd be great. All right. <laughs> I think I will. I'm rooting for them anyway, because I have a substantial amount of money that I forgot I had on them. But that is a uh, huge and you must be. Yeah. I mean, that Cooper rush. I asked, I uh, wasn't joking on Twitter. Would you rather if you could start over your starting team, Cooper Rush? Or Patrick Mahomes, who do you draft? People thought I was kidding around. I was dead well, serious. So far, serious. Cooper Rush seems to be the only quarterback that can cover the spread. So that's it. Exactly right. Oh, God. Do you see those numbers in Kansas City, what he's done with the spread? Yeah, uh, so Mahomes bad. And that team. But anyway, ridiculous. big Astros fan, got the bag packed. Are you confident? Altuve versus spaghetti? It's what everyone's talking about. Yeah, I feel like this is the debate of the year. Yeah, I'm yeah. confident in Altuve. I'm, I'm sorry. Spaghetti. Oh, no. But you have to sit across from Spaghetti. You know, he, he comes out week. swinging at the first pitch every time, and I think he's going to yeah. catch you by surprise. You're not going to think he's going to do it, but uh, he, he can he can swing, and he can swing high. Spaghetti, we need to see you here. Come on. <laughs> He's going to be that is so unfortunate, Jen. Well, Altu is going to lose <laughs> just like the Astros are going to lose to the Braves. So it's fine. Again, I'm quite confident. Wow. But, uh, I mean, you know, I, I don't, I'm sorry, but I mean, we saw Aaron Judge and, and Altuve go toe to toe in the MVP, and the little guy won. So that's true. Um, there you go. Yeah. Add, add baseball, <laughs> but hand to hand combat. Also, like Aaron Judge would beat Altuve. I, so I was hoping I, I was hoping when Eddie came on, he had no sleeves, just ready to go. <laughs> Can you imagine, Eddie, how many homers would I'm Judge hit today, if you know the pitch was coming all the time? Come on, you guys, I can wow. take it. Exactly. That's a great point. Wow. I love it. All right. Let's let's get away from baseball for a minute because this is definitely a dark issue. We'll get to the big injury news at a week eight. Chris Boswell, how does any fan it? No, no, that's not the big one. The Kevin McPherson's your answer. Oh, sorry. Derek, Derek I was ready. Henry. I have Derrick Henry on three of my five teams, I realized. Um, disappointing for him, obviously, but fans who have him on their fantasy teams, you have 14 leagues. You must have him in at least, I'd say, over, I'd say three and a half, I'd say over. I only have him in one league. Really? Um, but it is... Unfortunately, my big money league, uh, I was in first place. Um, mm -hmm. I'm now in second place after this Sunday and there are no trades in this league. Ooh. So, um, who do you got shit. to back them up? Uh, well, unfortunately, well, I have Jonathan Taylor on this team and mm -hmm. I have Alexander Madison, but uh, what I'm going to need to do. And I think, and I have Naheem Hines, I believe, but what mm -hmm. I'm going to need to do is probably pry open my wallet and do something really, really gross and, uh, probably bid on Adrian Peterson. Oh, 
or, uh, or, uh, you know, Boston Scott's gone in this league, maybe Jordan Howard. I mean, it's just a disgusting situation. I don't know what you're going to do. I'm sorry. You're screwed. You have Derrick Henry. You were touting Boston Scott. Good job by you on the two minute drill there. Uh, oh, last yeah. week. good job. They, he and the Gabe much. Davis touchdown. Come on. Right. That's right. That was good. You were all over it. Yeah. I don't know what to do. Do you bid big money on Adrian Peterson? Do you, uh, who else did they sign? Devonta Foreman? Like Devonta, I've had this, Devonta. I've had this McNichols all year and I'm like, Oh, this will be good. Like, Oh yeah, of yeah. course they're going to sign extra guys. I think, I think that McNichols is still a good call because they've used him as a pass catcher before in week two. He saw, uh, I believe it was 12 targets versus the Jets. So they're going to use him and you know, Julio's always banged up. So I think that's still going to happen. They'll use him on passing downs. So they're going to have to go to a little bit more of a committee. You, you can't replace their, Henry, but yeah, Adrian Peterson, like, I feel like it's like the time that I bought a really expensive, sexy pair of Christian Lebuton shoes. And then I went out and they immediately got caught in a grate and the heel broke off. Like that's going to happen once you spend all your money on Adrian Peterson. But look, you just, you can't win a fantasy football team without a running back and I, can't walk around Manhattan without sexy shoes. So just can I tell you the exact same story? I really do. Right? I, I feel embarrassed now that, that you brought that up. All right. Yeah, it's a lot uh, of the backup quarterbacks and they all went crazy last week. Uh, is yeah. there a sleeper the rest of the season that might be worth stashing out of those guys? My, I guess Mike White is at the top of the list, right? Mike White is at the top of the list. I mean, gather around kids. I'm going to tell you the legend of Mike yeah. White. Okay. Um, yeah, that, that upset victory was pretty exciting, obviously for Jets fans. He has the potential to keep his job a little bit longer. You know, Trevor Simeon will probably get replaced by Taysom Hill. Cooper Rush, obviously it's Dak's gig. So I think that Mike White is probably the only backup one you can count on it. And specifically this week, if you need to stream, the Colts have surrendered 19 passing touchdowns to a point opposing quarterbacks. That's mm. the second most in the league. And even Ryan Tannehill, Tannehill has only passed for more than one touchdown in two games, both games versus the Colts. So if you need to stream somebody, Mike White is the guy this week. Can I tell you, I, you know, I have I had that crazy streak 11 in a row on Thursday night football. <laughs> now I've lost two in a row. I'm going to try to lose 11 in a row. I'm going to try to make it uh, match the streak, but the losing way. <laughs> like I, a real I've, champ. Uh, so we know the Colts are like a 10, 10 and a half point favorite here against the Jets. I'm not sure. I'm still, it's Tuesday morning. I'm not sure who I'm taking. I'm really not. I'm not I, sure I either. I might believe in this, uh, this Mike, the white, Mike white hot right now. Mike um, white and Mike Carter. I yeah. Mean, yeah. He's fun too. If you don't have him for sure. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, obviously if he's on the waiver wire, that's a nice replacement for, um, for uh, Henry, but he should not be, but a lot of big names do to come back. I don't know. I feel like everybody's always do. And then they sit out an extra two weeks. McCaffrey, Supposed to practice tomorrow. Michael Thomas, maybe Antonio Brown. Gallup, I think, is due back. Our our guy. I don't know. I don't know where he fits at this point anymore. Yeah. Um, do you have any anything to say about any of them? I, I don't even know. Like you, you they don't practice and they do practice, and then we hear Sunday that they're gonna give it a yeah. Yeah, they're all wait and see. I think you should plan that you will not have those guys. Though I do like the idea of putting bids on people like Michael Gallup if he's available. I do think they will find some way to get him involved, but Cedric Wilson certainly was interesting with Cooper Rush. I think that was a bit more of a Cooper Rush situation on Sunday, but still, Ced has been looking pretty good. Mm -hmm. You know, as far as wide receivers, we also have to worry about covering Calvin Ridley and in uh, Henry Ruggs, sure. most likely. So sure. there are some guys out there to look at. Um, Devonte Parker is actually someone that's widely available, available in nearly 70% of leagues. He's got mm -hmm. a good matchup this week versus the Giants. And Brian Edwards is someone I'm interested in. 
90% available. He plays more snaps than the other wide receivers. And he sees the same amount of targets as someone like Henry Ruggs would see. Plus they may be without Darren Waller. So, I mean, fire him up. I, I go get Brian Edwards. Are you going to cut Odell from your roster? Like uh, the Browns will probably cut him today. I'm so over it. I, I hope he gets traded, but like his dad, yeah, his dad is totally channeling my dad. Like when I don't get a role, <laughs> he's like putting a footage of me in my high school production. Be like, how would, how would you maintain the understudy? How is she not the lead? That's, that's totally OBJ's dad. We need a LeVar ball in the NFL. All right. Why is uh, she not Isabel in the Pirates of Penzance? Yeah. You know, <laughs> you said that. Wow. I'd love to see those tweets. Um, what else do we want to say? No, uh, give us a baseball prop game six. Fun okay. one. Have you looked them over? Okay. Yeah, I have looked them over. Um, so I think the most fun prop for tonight is a run prop because you went, you go and look, first of all, it's the highest run total they've expected. They've said nine, it's an eight and a half, all the other games, Luis mm-hmm. Garcia's on short rest. The Astros got knocks off free. They hit lefties. Well, but all the run props are just, you know, one run plus money. So you can bet on almost anybody like Darno plus 185 to score a run. I like Yuli Gurriel plus 135 to score a run. You can pick Jose Altuve and you're still getting plus money. So you want to play a prop? I feel like the run is the prop. The the problem has not been, you know, hits in these games. It's been timely hitting. So they were even in that three to two games, 16 hits in the game the other night, 20 hits. They just need to hit with uh, runners in scoring position. I think it happens tonight. I think it's going to be a lot of runs. Pick whoever you want. Brian, you said this the other night too, and I think it's good, right? Even if there are eight runs, you feel like you could pick two guys at even money, right? Yeah. To, to come through. Yeah, yeah. 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 Definitely. Mm, fun. This is a nice prop. All right. Well, Jen, we're rooting for you. I'm rooting for you. Pack that bag. Get ready. I would go to the airport now. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> Don't Jen, worry. I got Astros on LAX. By the way, yeah, you probably should go to the airport now anyway, either way with LAX. Yeah, have you seen uh, that traffic at LAX? Disastrous it is. Yeah, yeah, for sure. What was your candy of choice? I can't remember. Uh, my candy of choice was Snickers minis, but not not the square ones. They had to be like the actual miniature bar because the square one has the round ratio of chocolate right. to caramel. Didn't Ricky Williams um, mistakenly say that Snickers is the most underrated? I mean, it just can't be, right? I mean, you like, oh, you like it too. Oh, I'm sorry. I love it. I'm on the same way. I love it. It's three musketeers. I can't stand. I'm totally with Eddie on that. So maybe he'll forgive me the Jose Altuve knock. No, he's never forgiven anyone about that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Three musketeers is very polarizing too. Someone else said they loved that. Oh, Hench loved it, of course. But he hasn't yeah. had a carbon. Like yeah, Hinge just, by the way, Hinge's takes are all wrong. He's also wrong. Was it, was it Starburst he was wrong about or Skittles? Yeah. his takes are wrong. Whatever Hinch thinks, I think the opposite. I've learned that. So I'm starting to learn who everybody is. I am the polar opposite of everything Hinch, including sports. Wow. Candy. He's my nemesis in this group. We have our breakout video. Good job. uh, It took a while, but we got it. Um, yeah, that's so much fun. Uh, yeah, you could. Uh, are you like a nip? Uh, although I, I went nine and four or nine and five this week. I think you were one behind me. Harry, were you one behind me also? Yeah, I was. In the NFL No, I, I didn't. I only got like, I, this was the worst week I've you had. bad this week? I fell off. Hey, I, I was, I was nipping at your coattails, but I, I think I fell off. I'm this not, week. I'm not falling off guys. I, I've come to play. I'm, I'm, over 500 the rest of the way every single week. So. Took the Lions, slipped, felt like a dummy. Oh, the oh, Lions, the too. worst. Did I you think see we that? Took the Lions. The only team, well, the first team to lose by 37 or more points to a losing team ever. Ever. Pathetic. Wow. 
I have to be setting records. All right, Jen, go catch that flight. Okay. Astros sports illustrated. You can see her waiver wired. She'll be doing it with Eddie. I don't know if Eddie will ever talk to her again, but they're scheduled to do this soon. Uh, it'll be live streaming Wednesday. Jen Piacenti. Thanks for joining us. Good luck with the Astros. Thanks guys. Good luck, Jen. Bye Jen. Good luck, Jen. Bye. All right, there you go, guys. Wow. Okay. See, I like I like the inter extra points, uh, the little rivalries. Piacenti against Hench. Yeah, do we against it for everything he thinks? Piacenti's Piacenti's minus three fifty on that one. (laughs) What a fight! A fist fight? Anything. Uh, Yeah, the fight card is really shaping up here for uh, extra points. We're really gonna have to put on a fight night here. I'm one fifty over Damashek. Spaghetti, what do you think? Can you face her again tomorrow? Can you put your differences aside? It's going to be fine. I mean, I know Jen's a hardcore Astros fan. She's gotten mad at me in the past for some Yankees yeah. comments, but it's, you know, again, I'm, I'm prideful for my Yankees and I'm prideful about myself and my abilities to be at the hotel. <laughs> there you go. I think you said it all. All right. We've had enough. We will be back uh, Thursday to pick the Thursday night game. And then Friday. Oh, we have Tate on Tate Frazier, babyface. Tate's going to challenge. He's in the mix. We'll have Tate. He's uh, studying up on all 242 uh, college basketball teams. Nice. (laughs) College basketball. Tate defending Michael Jordan today. Oh, Pippen came out. Basically, he's a. Oh, or did Pippen point out that Jordan made $10 million or something off the documentary and no one else did? That was it, right? Yeah. That was rough. So we'll have Tate defend Michael Jordan. We can't get enough of that. He'll be on later in the week. Go ahead, Harry. You want to say something? I was just going to say, by the way, the season, college basketball season starts on Tuesday. I don't know if, Brian, I don't know if you guys have seen the slate yet. Seems like everybody's playing Tuesday night. Tons of games on Tuesday already. Everybody Tuesday. All right. Harry will be betting the over and all of them. Just too many sports on. It's a lot. October, (laughs) you don't get any breaks in uh, November after baseball ends. All right, that'll do it for another episode of Against All Odds for Jem Piacenti, Babyface Joel Solomon, Spaghetti Meatballs, and the Degenerate Trifecta. I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicapping. Na, 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 na. Na, 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 na.